back. Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. 8.35 Central, 7.35 Mountain here on Thursday, February 1st. Well, Pepper's having a good start to their day. 35 degrees outside. A high of 60 expected here on this Thursday. We got some people chiming in on the text line about mascots, Christian. And, of course, Ben chimed in with, of course, a very great statement. He said, if you want to find the best mascots... You just got to go to your minor league ballpark. That's where you'll find the best ones. And I'm telling you, I went through and looked up some of these. These are phenomenal. The Akron Rubber Ducks. The Augusta Green Jackets. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Uh, The Cedar Rapid Colonels. Like a corn kernel. Uh, The Woodpeckers. There's the Flying Squirrels. Oh, so many good ones. The Cannonballers, Yard Goats, the Hillsboro Hops. Trying to see if there's other really good ones. You get up in a AAA and they're not much as fun. The Sugarland Space Cowboys, the Timber oh, whoa. the, the Wait, Timber Rattlers, Space Cowboys. Yeah, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Over that one. Yeah, so good stuff. Of course, the Wichita Wind Surge, which is, you know, just down the road 4 hours from here, so 3-4 hours from here, so some very interesting uh, nicknames in, of course, minor league baseball, which kind of helps transition into our next topic of the day, our topic du jour here on a Thursday. So there's been a lot of hubbub over the last couple of days talking about the 65-game rule in the NBA where players are running into issues that if they don't play in, the, if they don't play in 65 games of the NBA season out of the 82 They are then unable to qualify for the All-Star Game, which and also postseason awwards. Uh, You're unable to. I thought I read something about the All-Star Game. That might just be Tyrese Halliburton's contract. So they're not able to qualify for postseason honors, which then could also Mm -hmm. qualify for uh, possibly contract incentives. You know, extra money. Yes, but also I think it's all NBA teams. Uh, because for those of you that aren't aware, most um, contracts have not only an incentive in terms of, hey, if you win an MVP, a depoy, or whatever, here's an extra million bucks. Because when you see, when you get your little Woj report and it says Giannis just signed a $800 billion contract, that's not really the number. That's the max you can possibly get if he wins like he did uh, a couple of seasons ago, the Depoy and the MVP and your first team, all NBA, all this stuff. And it's particularly big because what the uh, NCAA, not the NCAA, uh, the NBA (laughs) Players Association put in, it's getting that way. Yeah. Uh, But the uh, NBA Players Association put in a couple of years ago uh, was this idea of putting air quotes around this, the Supermax, which is a deal that is only available to players re-signing with a team that they've been with for a certain number of years. I think it's four, trying to get loyalty back uh, in the league, which of course has been an issue as of late. And one of the keys to get that Supermax is to either win one of the big three and uh, the, the awards or to make an all-NBA team. There we go. And That's so what it was. Play, I thought instead yeah, of all-star, it was all-NBA team. That's what it was. If you play 64 games, 
and you miss that mark, even though you're playing at this incredible rate and are maybe deserving of a super max, though there are, you know, you can probably count on one hand the number of guys in the league at that level, you're going to miss out on it. And so I'm sure the uh, players uh, maybe like Joe LMB that are running up against that aren't thrilled that, you know, but really, it started. Joel Embiid is the one that's got the big one. He's dealing with a knee injury, but he's you know supposed to be possibly an MVP candidate again this year. He's playing. He's got. He's playing like an MVP candidate again this year, but he's got a knee injury that's keeping that's got, that's bumping him up against the sixty-five game rule. Tyrese Halliburton has played really good this year. He's been phenomenal for the Pacers, but he has a hamstring issue, I think, or something along those lines. Yes, he did. And and so you know it's bumping up against his. You know, because he missed, I think, 16 games or something. He's missed quite a few because of that. And so it's the, the the NBA put this rule in, first and foremost, to limit from players sitting out. You know, like, because let's just say LeBron comes to Denver to, to play the Nuggets. People are going to come to watch LeBron. You know, they're going to come and watch Embiid, which this actually happened, didn't it? Embiid came to Denver and he didn't play against Jokic. Pretty sure that happened. Yeah, he and hasn't so, played in uh, Denver against Jokic uh, since before COVID. Yeah, so he's mysteriously injured or sitting out every time. So anyway, they don't play. Well, that of course drops the ratings, gets fans mad for buying these tickets to these games because they want to see these certain guys face off or play, and they just they don't do it. And so the NBA put in this rule that says you can only miss a certain amount of games before you start disqualifying yourself for postseason honors and all that stuff. And the funny thing is, is I thought it was just about resting guys, but apparently you add in the fact of injuries, real injuries as well, that that hurts you. So this rule was put into place, which I think it's a, I think it's a good rule. It's a smart rule. But I, I have an idea on how to maybe fix this problem going forward. And it also extends into baseball, Major League Baseball, because in Major League Baseball, guys are getting hurt more often. Um, they're not able to stay stay healthy the full seasons, so you're not getting your star players out there playing all the time. They're on the injured list. Uh, you know, you can go through a whole list of guys that have dealt with this. And I'm telling you, folks, the answer to this problem, in theory, is simple. Although when you dive into the weeds, it's extremely difficult. But you just need to shorten the seasons. They're too long. 82 games is too many games in an NBA season. And 162 games of a Major League Baseball season is way too long. It needs to be cut down a whole lot more. Now, how the NBA could do that, I don't know how many games would be satisfactory enough for everybody. But let's say, let's just say for fun that you cut it down to, let's say you cut it down to 65 games. Let's say you cut it down to 65 games. You space out the, the area between games sometimes for teams, so that will alternate. It's not like as if you cannot have a game on a Wednesday or something like that, but you space out the games a little bit more, allow guys more time to get healed up and feel better, and then you also have these rules to where, hey, if you miss a certain amount of time, you're not going to be able to qualify for this. But it's less constant wear and tear on your body by shortening up the seasons in both Major League Baseball and in the NBA. I really think this is the way to go. In Major League Baseball, I've always been a proponent of dropping from 162 to like 120. Like, they need to cut like 40 games off. There's way too many. By the time we get into August, people don't care about Major League Baseball unless your team is actually in the hunt. And even then, they're kind of like, oh, I'm just waiting for the postseason. Cut it off. 
start playing start playing the postseason in August before football gets here, and then you lose all the viewership. Now, I know it's all easier said than done because there's records, and you know you can't keep accurate stats when the games don't add up. Whatever. I'm about bettering the game. Make the seasons. And if you read this great article at The Athletic, uh, talking with Anthony Rendon, who's played, who's been injured all the time, by the way, since he's been with the Angels, talk about shortening the schedule, getting guys less, having less games, you know, making it more like a college season. Maybe you play a weekend series, you have a midweek series, you get a couple games off in the middle of the week, you're not playing all the time, you get a little bit more time with your family. The benefits to me are humongous if you shorten the season and spread things out a little bit. Clip a little bit of time off here and there. I just think in both sports, by shortening the seasons would just make it so much better for everybody involved, except for maybe the people who love to keep records and all-time stats. That's the only people that would really benefit. And, and of course, Major League Baseball and, and NBA would be like, well, we're losing money because we're not having these games. You know, We're losing money. I don't know. Yeah, you might lose some money. Charge more than I guess, if that's the case. Make it more of a premium and not just such whatever. Like I said, there's there's too much there's too much of of this stuff. We've we've gotten too big, and it needs to be brought back down. Make games matter more each and every time you step on the floor instead of well, especially in baseball. Well, we lost that series. Who cares? Those are the one coming up. No, let's get a little bigger about this. All right, your thoughts on that? That's that's where yeah. I stand on these. I've got a twofold answer and. Uh, before I get to that, I want to make clear, I do agree with you. I think both seasons need to be shortened. Uh, the NBA certainly, but particularly the MLB, which is at a ridiculous length right now. and has been for a long time. However, I need to point out that no matter, particularly on the NBA side, because we've made it so player-focused and individual-centric in that league, no matter what number we're at, and no matter what number the minimum is at, because I still think there should be a minimum for number of games to be eligible for these honors, I think that is a good rule. We shorten it to 65, and we make the, the cutoff 50, people will still complain. The players that get are going to get injured in that season, too, are still going to cry. And let's be real, it will still, again, be Joel Embiid, because he's not exactly a... Fr- uh, he's, he's, He's familiar with the the game of tears uh, on and off the court. Um, I hate the way he plays basketball. It's its own thing. Secondly, the issue is money. Records are huge, both for the players and for the statisticians and for the media and analysts and all this stuff. Records and stats are big. But I think the real issue when you get down to the bone to it is you're you're not losing a laughable amount of money here you're losing amount of an amount of money with with each game and with each city that those games would be taken away from that is not it's big it's big it's enough that the players want to or that the leagues are not gonna do it it's just not gonna happen not at any realistic rate i don't think Oh, it's something that'll probably never happen unless, you know, a dictator gets in there and says, this is what we're doing. You know, I I, well, yeah. I, I don't. It's it's it is all about the money. Um, you have to remember the, the players associations are agreeing to these things, too. It's it's funny when when Draymond Green and Tyrese Halliburton complain that the NBA put in this new uh rule that Draymond called uh, a certain word that starts with B and S. Tyrese called it stupid. 
but the players association are agreeing to all of these things. They want the money just as bad. And that athletic article that you talked about mentioned the fact that come to the idea of cutting the season, cutting games short, that financial burden that will be big. Let's make that clear. This is not a laughable amount of money that would be lost depending on the number of games cut. The players, at least from the league standpoint, should and will take that financial burden also. And when then, when Tyrese Halliburton calls this rule stupid, and then the uh, leader of the Players Association, I can't remember who it is, it's not Chris Paul anymore, comes to him and says, all right, we're going to cut a quarter of the games out of the season, and we're going to cut a quarter of your pay too. Maybe they don't want to shorten the season anymore. No, I get it. You know, nobody wants to take a big, massive pay cut like that. But and I know there's been there was uh, there was points brought up in the MLB article talking about how well you could expand the postseason. I mean, the problem is we've already expanded the postseason so much. You really want to expand it more? Yeah, I just you know what you know what we really just need, Christian. It's just a hard reset at the end of the year of 2025 or whatever of this year, we are going to have a hard reset. We are going to reset. This is where we're going to go, and this is going to be the mean? way it is going forward. It's, it's, it sounds stupid. It is stupid. But <laughs> but put it, at the end of the year, a hard reset. Well, guess what? We don't care if you've made this amount of money. This is now what we're doing. We're cutting the games down to this amount. These Who are the rules. Who makes that decision? I don't, like I said, Silver, whoever, your your commissioners, your owners. The one making the most money right, out the of pe- all of this? The people making the most money. See, that's the problem. It would never work. That's why it's laughable. Yeah. No, it's like having being, the Senate you need someone to, to just lobbying. you just need someone to, to sit there. You need to see the group say, "We got to make this better." It, honestly, the only way you can make it better is if the people who spend the money to watch and to go to these events just completely quit. That's yeah, exactly how you would right. do it. You'd say, "Well, we cut that off the source. You don't want to. You don't like this stuff. We're not going to the games. Do as we say, or you're not going to get it." So let's just all go on strike. Nobody go to MLB games. Nobody go to NBA games going forward until they change these rules. There, Pulling that'll fix it. Fans. Do, yeah. do what they had the strength like to I said, do. I just, Clearly none of us do. I just I think that if if people are going to complain about or especially the athletes complain, well gosh, you know, we can't see you know we're, we don't like these rules and oh, you know, we, we, we want to make this extra money, but we're hurt and but we need to be playing and it's it's dumb. Just play the game and, and, and make it easier by shortening the season. Expanding expanding, expanding, expanding is not is not always great. It's just, it's not. And honestly, they probably need to pare things down a little bit to make it a little bit better. That's, that's just the way I see it. Um, you know, college athletics, college football in the NFL, for example, I would like to see them actually start the seasons a little bit earlier and provide two bye games in each season. Ooh, I would I love like to see that. Give each college and professional football team two bye weeks in a season to give themselves extra rest and recuperation for the year. I think that's one that should happen. Now, I know I that's like that. we're not we're not expanding the season, we're not adding a game, we're adding a bye week. That's what I'm saying there. And I guess that's that how you, and sense. I guess that's how you could do the NBA and Major League no, Baseball. You it, could it start it earlier well and go longer. Are already so long. I know, and that's my point. That's why I don't like it that way. I would love it to be more concise. Like when does the NBA start? October? Ooh. Uh, yeah, middle of October. Kind See, of I think it should start there. November, and the finals should be done by May 31st. <laughs> I think that's when it should be done, not in the middle of July. That's when that Major League Baseball should start uh, May 1st and be done with the regular season by 
you know, July or, or mid, or maybe you start mid April and go till the end of July. And then you start the postseason in August. So you're done before October. You're done pretty much before October. But if you shorten the physicals of the season, right. I get it. Start date. Then you're going to need to shorten the number or cut the number of games even more. No, I get it. I get it. That's like I said, this is totally with, this is why this this is a very tough topic to, to get people behind because of all the, you know, the money and, and trying to find ways. But I just, in the, in the heart of parts, I just sit here. I'm like, there's too much. It needs to be cut down. There doesn't need to be this much. Uh, Texter chimes in. Texter Brian. He goes, agreed. Way too many games that don't mean anything. Win or lose doesn't matter, so the games are no good. Should get rid of multi-game series also. For sure until the finals is what he says. Um, are you talking about? Oh, so I don't know if he, I, Does the NBA have multi-game series? I don't think they do. Yeah. They do? Seven-game series. No, no, no. I, well... Oh, he's talking about in the postseason. I don't. I think that's what I would about. shorten it short down. Yeah, I would say it doesn't need to be seven. Leave it at five. You know, seven's a lot of games. You can't get decided which you two and five. I think if you're up three zero, it should end. Should be over. That's fine. Yes, I think it should be seven games. But if you are up three nothing, should be done. So, you know, the other thing is by shortening the seasons and by playing in your own little window, you might draw more viewers, which may raise more money. Say that about, again. So you know how seasons cross over. Yeah. So like NBA crosses over oh, into the major oh. league season by shortening them up and not crossing over so much, you may draw more eyeballs to your deal, which may result in more money. By staying you might in your be right, deal. I'm, but, once again, I mean, I'm stretching it, things very thin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting. Here's the trouble: is that any businessman will tell you uh, that the money they have right now is not worth giving up for the potential for possibly new money in the future. If you're if you're risking like they would be losing a lot of what they have. My other thing is why in the world if we're talking about the players and, and you know losing five twenty you know if you cut the games off and they lose that amount of money per game, why can't they just raise the amount of money per game and keep the money the same? Are you saying the amount that so, like, so they it, get paid? So you know yeah, so players get paid Where does that come from? No no no. Well they're going to make this like they're going to make us. They sign a contract, whatever. They're getting this amount of money per year. They know that. Well, you're just going to make more per. If it was on a per game per basis, you'd say you're going to make more money per game than spreading it out over 82. You'd spread over 65. Well, See what the I'm NBA saying? would lose money shortening the season, and then would have to pay their players the same amount. The NBA would never agree to that. Yeah, I know. That's like I said. It's I live in a dream world where I would love to see this stuff happen, but it's just <laughs> no. It's this not. is all a great plan. It's just it's not feasible, and that annoys me because we're stuck now with a problem that everyone agrees is a problem, but no one wants to get rid of. Just like nil. Just like nil. It's a problem. No, it no. needs to be the fixed. The players are plenty fine with the uh, the players don't see it as a come problem. on now and i if, if, if i want the, this it was the it was a bit debate between this topic today or the nil situation going on at tennessee where now the NCAA is going after tennessee for the nil infractions but the funny thing is there pretty much are no rules on nil why don't you just make some rules and get it fixed that would be great so now we can Ross, actually have that this sounds like a hard problem and they don't yeah want to deal it with is that. it's a hard problem 
Okay, let's get to a break. We'll come back, get to the walk-off, and wrap the show here on a Thursday. It's been The Blitz.